Wednesday, October 25th. Welcome to the Pluse. Welcome to the Damon Bruce Show. And for those of you who thought it was off the board, let me tell you, here it is right here. Oh. That's a, that's a good sip. That's the sip of the day. I know you like to think that all bets are action. I believe that, too. Uh, that's why I'm a little upset with Chris Russo, but we'll get to that at the end of the show. Anyway, it is good to be with you here. I actually got going about an hour ago, joined an old pal of mine, Zachariah, for an hour on something called The Radio up in Sacramento. Joined them on Sacktown Sports for a little bit, and I saw an awful lot of you hopping into that chat. Your loyalty is just I mean it. Like the most loyal people in my life are my family, my wife, my children, and a handful of this audience that has truly become like all-star level plusers. And thank you so very much for following me wherever I go. I, it means an awful lot. It really does. And I'm sure that they were happy to have an awful lot of ears on them too. So thanks very much. You guys are awesome. You gals are awesome. All of you are awesome. Uh, even those, you know, I don't, I don't care what you are. Maybe you don't even know what you are. Congratulations. You're awesome if you're in here. You're one of, you're one of us. That's what you are. Um, on to Cincinnati, just like the thumbnail says. And it is time to get on to Cincinnati. There is no more licking the wounds. What the hell happened in Minnesota? That's got to be in the rearview mirror because when you see what's over the dashboard, uh, th those are the Bengals coming. And they're coming in as healthy and as rested as a football team can possibly be and a Big reason why the Bengals did not get off to a good start this year. It's because Joe Burrow couldn't get off to a good start because he was having trouble with his with his leg, with his Achilles, with his calf, like whatever they called it. He hurt himself early in training camp. That injury lingered into the beginning of the regular season, and he's looked off, and the Bengals have been a bit off. Their running game is still a bit off, but they got a defense that causes turnovers, and they got weapons that when they're healthy and Joe Burrow has time can cause all kinds of problems. Speaking of all kinds of problems, a touch of bronchitis has done that. Pardon me. Yes, I don't want to cough directly into your ear, into uh, into your living room, wherever you're watching this. I don't want to cough all over your iPhone. I'm just going to cough all over my phone. Um, thank you for being patient with the lung butter that will not go away. Uh, humo day. I see that. Uh, forget about hump day. It's humo day. Uh, Corporal Taz says, uh, D. Bruce, saw you at the game last night with your nifty plus pass. Yeah, it's official, folks. Uh, the press credential, the season-long credential for the Warriors says Damon Bruce Plus on it. I am now officially recognized as my own media company. May God have mercy on all of us. Good God. Um, thanks so much to the Warriors for uh, uh, acknowledging that uh, even though this guy might not be on the radio anymore, he's certainly still in the mix here in the Bay Area. That's very nice of them. Every team has basically done that. So looks like we've built a little bit of a something over here, whatever that is. But here comes the Cincinnati Bengals. And the Bengals, like I said, if you let Joe Burrow get comfortable, you're going to be in for a long day. And that gets to the 49ers defensive line and some of the problems that have been ever present in the last eight quarters of football. It's that defensive line not living up to its its expectations, its reputation, its paycheck, whatever you want to talk about. Uh, the defensive line of this team has underperformed full stop. Nothing to debate. The biggest, most card-carrying homer 49er fan 
wouldn't even bother making the argument that, oh, no, this is the same unit as last year, pretty much, and everything's going to be okay. Well, look, everything might be okay, but it's up to the guys in the locker room to solve whatever is not happening on that defensive line, because if that defensive line's not working, failure throughout that defense probably should be expected. So they got to get back on their horses. They got to start doing more than pressuring quarterbacks. They got to hit the quarterback. They got to take that quarterback. The quarterback must go down and must go down hard. That's what needs to happen. They need to make Joe Burrow's uniform dirty on Sunday. They need to do that. Kirk Cousins, I don't even think he showered up after the game. That was an easy breezy, clean pocket walk in the park. Not letting Burrow get comfortable is the key to the entire game. Beyond that, Jamar Chase and T. Higgins against, you know, Mooney Ward and Diamador Lenore is the other part of the game where it will be won or lost. There are two straight up, those guys are scary level wide receiver talents on the Cincinnati Bengals. Chase and Higgins can play. So a huge test for the 49ers secondary, a test that they will fail if the defensive line doesn't get its job done. It all works together, kids. It all fits together. So big, 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 big game coming up. Um, And as I told you yesterday, as I was talking about with Zachariah uh, up on a Sacramento radio station just a little bit ago, the difference between five and three and six and two only sounds like one game, but it's bigger than that. It really is. It's bigger than that. It's the feeling that you take into the bye week. It's that lingering feeling. And look, these two losses give Kyle Shanahan full permission to pick up the bullwhip and just have a hell of a short week of practice. I mean, if Kyle was dialing back maybe some detail or a critique because he was happy with the 5-0 start, he can't be happy with what he's getting now. So coach, coach him hard, coach him up. Oh, by the way, I don't even need these anymore. I can take off the, the headphones. Oh, a freaking cough. Just doesn't go away. Will not go away. Like ever present. Let me say uh, hello. How are you? Absolutely love you to my man, and the number one sandwich maker in America, Ike's of Ike Sandwiches. That guy, he's got nothing but tasty waiting for you. And I'm going to not only tell you something here during the broadcast, but any promise I make to you comes true, right? I would never promise you something. All bets are action when I'm talking about it. I've, I've, Look, I've lied to my kids, I've lied to my family, I've lied to my wife, I've never lied to my audience, not once, never. I promised myself early in my career, I am never going to lie to my audience. When this show is over today, I am ordering Ike's, I'm having it delivered, I will take a picture, you will have photographic evidence, and you will see me enjoying a sandwich from Ike's later today. It's been a, it's been a while since I've had one. I need an Ike's sandwich. I go about two, three weeks, and it's time for another one. So it's time. Ike's is on my lunch menu today. Why don't you put it on yours? And when you do so, make sure you order Ike's right off the Ike's app. You can go ahead, start earning your way towards free sandwiches. Speaking of free, 
My friend Stefan at BottomLineBets.com is giving you a free day of handicapping by using the promo code BRUCE. And if you do so, you get access to the hottest handicapper in America. Stefan is crushing it. Every single time I look up, he is going to the cage, cashing a winning ticket. Follow, subscribe, daily, weekly, monthly. BottomLineBets.com has options for you. And if you are serious about winning the bets that you are making, get your advice from this guy right here. His advice is valuable. That's why he can charge you for it. But for one day, he won't using promo code BRUCE and you will get a free day of handicapping from BottomLineBets.com. You have until, what, Sunday. You have until Sunday to use it. And then I'm going to encourage him to, you need to stop giving it away. You need to stop giving it away. What this audience needs to do is start responding to that incredibly generous offer. Sign up for a free day of handicapping, BottomLineBets.com using promo code BRUCE. By the way, I'm also wearing... Like one of my new favorite t-shirts. This is from Jax. Jax in San Francisco. These are the uh, Hunwa Kus, which was a Chinatown basketball team that played against the Harlem Globetrotters, like back in the 30s when there were barnstorming leagues. Uh, I absolutely love this t-shirt. It is an exclusive original to Jax, which has the coolest vintage, no longer existing Bay Area sport uh, collection of t-shirts you've ever seen. Of course, they got really unique and cool Giants, Niners, Warriors t-shirt, but the history lesson that you get just by walking into Jax is awesome. Go to jaxsf.com, use promo code DamonBruce10, and you'll get 10% off your entire order. And I'm telling you, if you got a lot of sports fans in your family, you can take care of absolutely everyone in your family and one shopping trip this holiday season if you go to jacksf.com. So check out the merch, get a sandwich, get a free day of handicapping, and you're going to be uh, wealthier, well-fed, and well-dressed. There you go. What, what more does a man need? A little money, a decent T-shirt, and a sandwich. There you go. It's pretty good. It's a, it's a pretty good triumvirate of sponsors, if you don't mind me saying. Um, I want to talk about that Warriors game. And again, it was great, great to, uh, to, 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 to meet people last night. Uh, Corporal Tez, others were walking up and saying, Damon, I'm watching on the YouTube channel. Uh, a lot of love in that building. And I certainly appreciate it. Good to see uh, a lot of people. What I didn't like though, was Trace Jackson Davis getting iced out. I figure, yeah, he's going to get to play tonight because, well, Wiggins is stinking and Sarich isn't doing much and you're going to want to get Looney out of the game for a minute. And again, Draymond's not available. So he's going to get a couple minutes, you know, not, not much, but like eight minutes for TJD, right? Nope. Kerr iced out both of his rookies, Pajemski and Trace Jackson Davis. Neither one of them played. It was a fun game. A little sloppy, a little disjointed at times from the Warriors who, again, to make or miss league, and they missed way too many shots. And to make or miss league is a truth for just about everyone. It goes doubly true for the Golden State Warriors. They, they will not win games when they're not hitting shots. They didn't hit shots last night. Did not hit shots last night. Andrew Wiggins, dude, eh, just that's unacceptable. Andrew Wiggins, what, in minus 22? He was awful. He was terrible. He wasn't even... Out there in the closing group, Kerr got him off the floor. And I like that that message was sent in game one. 
Like, if you ain't getting it done, you're not going to be out there. Again, the freaking cough. Apologies. So, didn't like that. Here's what I did like. I like the fact the Warriors only had 11 turnovers last night, and Chris Paul had a huge hand in that. Chris Paul getting CP3 chance at Chase Center is one of the weirdest things I've ever experienced in terms of in-arena chance. I, really? CP3 chance going up, not mocking, but cheering for Chris Paul at Chase Center, something I never, ever expected to hear. It happened last night. Look, Chris Paul did not have a good shooting night. No one wearing a Warriors jersey had a good shooting night. Not Steph Curry, not Klay Thompson, certainly not Andrew Wiggins. No one shot well. Chris Paul adds a steady, steady leader. And he dropped a few like cross-court bounce passes that were just gorgeous. You can see he's already figuring out how... Curry relocates, how Clay is always standing above the break looking for a kick out. Um, he is starting to figure out how to play with the Warriors and the, the push and pull of the Warriors wanting to speed it up and play faster and Chris Paul wanting to slow it down actually kind of fit and worked and was a nice change up. And I loved what I saw from a second unit and Chris Paul out there running it. Um, the Warriors were almost at their best last night when their second unit was beating a either Durant or Booker is resting right now Suns team. And it was the second unit that allowed the Warriors to climb back into that game a couple of times, especially in that 40-point third quarter when they went on that, what was that, 27-5 to run or whatever it was, 28-5. to um, It There was... It was a disappointing game to lose. A couple more shots go down, you win that game. But I liked what I saw out of Chris Paul. I really liked what I saw out of Jonathan Kaminga. Jonathan Kaminga is bigger, faster, stronger than he was a couple of years ago, and I think he is going to have a big year for the Warriors, and he needs to have a big year for the Warriors. I liked what I saw with Kaminga. There was one free throw where he straight up, he shoved Kevin Durant under the basket and just got a rebound on a free throw for a putback. You know, Durant doesn't like getting very physical. Kaminga knows that, shoved him, and, uh, and, and, and bullied Durant just a little bit. I like that. I, I, I liked what I saw out of Jonathan Kaminga, and I really liked what I saw out of Moses Moody. If Moses Moody does on regular rotation, what he does in that game last night, the Warriors are winning two, three more games than you expect him to win right there based on Moses Moody. He was everywhere. He was playing defense. He was affecting the shot. He was affecting guys' dribbles. He was rebounding. He was making the right decisions. Really liked what I saw out of Moses Moody last night. Really liked what I saw out of Kaminga last night. Chris Paul is is Chris Paul, and it's so funny. The stuff that he does, he's still out there doing it, shooting his glaring looks at every, you know, any anytime somebody's about to like 
rub up against them. He just, he hates NBA officials. They kind of hate him too. He's doing his little flopping kind of looking to draw fouls everywhere. Crap. And it's so funny. The stuff that he used to do that you hated when he starts doing it for you, you're like, all right, Chris Paul. It's weird. His freaking cough. Oh my God. Look, I love the boys. I love Jack and Ozzy. My nicknames for them should be Petrie and Dish. You know, when you talk about parenthood, the first thing everyone tells you is like, well, I guess you're all done sleeping. Here's the thing. I I, I never slept that much anyways. Like, I can't turn my brain off. If I get four, five solid hours of sleep in any given sleeping session, whenever it comes up, um, I'm lucky. I'm lucky. I've never slept well, ever. I've always been, you know, besides, the guy who has a stroke is here to tell you he's always been pretty healthy. I'm not, <clears throat> I'm not someone who gets sick a lot. I've got a good immune system until these two boys came into my life. I am just, they bring something home with them every single time they come home. Ah, ah. So I got the Spilkus. What else is happening out there? Oh, James Harden wants to play basketball after all. After ghosting the 76ers through all training camp, all preseason, apparently he walked, <laughs> he walks into the facility today and he's like, let's go to, let's go to Milwaukee. The 76ers make their season debut tomorrow night in Milwaukee. And I guess the 76ers said, no, James, you, you, you're not coming on the trip. What a disaster. I hate James Harden. I, 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 I never really respected him as a player, even though he's a great scorer. That's kind of all he is. And, I, and that includes the passing ability. He, he, look, he's got enough skill to lead the league in scoring or assists. He plays zero defense and is married to that concept as much as anybody. He was a flopper of the first degree, probably still is in a lot of ways. And he is, I think, measurably among the worst teammates you're going to find in the NBA. He doesn't give a rip about anybody, and he didn't show up at the Sixers facility to help the Sixers. James Harden knows that the Sixers are playing on national TV tomorrow night, and he, that was a selfish act. He's not reporting to be a good teammate. He's reporting to pick up a paycheck and be on TV. So the fact that the 76ers were like, nah, dude, fuck off, beautiful. That's that's good. That's good. I can't stand that guy. A big night of NBA action all over the place tonight. Most of the league is going this evening. We saw the Lakers kind of get pounded by the Nuggets last night. Warriors dropped their home opener to the Sixers, who, or excuse me, the Suns, who... Dude, with Kevin Durant and Devin Booker, they got talent. I mean, they got a ridiculous amount of talent. This is before you even get into Okogi and Nurkic. They can play a little bit. Um, uh, Eric Gordon. Eric Gordon, look, if he's hitting shots, he can be a problem for you too. That was a team that, what, didn't even, Bradley Beal wasn't playing, you know, so... They're good. The Suns are going to be a problem. Um, 
But we saw two games last night, and now here we go. Here we go, like a full night of NBA action offered up, and then the uh, the 76ers without James Harden will join the party tomorrow night. On Friday night, we get game one of a World Series that the Arizona Diamondbacks are in. And if there's one thing I know about Bruce Bochy, he knows how to beat the Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks in the World Series, Texas Rangers starts on Friday night. Go Boach. Go Bochy. I love it. I really do. I, I hope he wins another ring. And maybe the sting of that happening will be lessened just a little by the news that Bob Melvin is officially being introduced uh, was like an hour ago. Pro- press conference might even still be going on as the next manager of the San Francisco Giants. Bob Melvin, again, we've we, we, if, you, if you've been in the Bay, especially if you're an A's fan, you, you know Bob Melvin. You trust Bob Melvin. You recognize Bob Melvin as like, you, you can trust that guy. And I like that. And that's exactly what the Giants need in their dugout. Someone who is really good at communicating with players. Bob Melvin checks that box. Bob Melvin is a guy who embraces, you know, the, the, the math around the game. But he won't let it necessarily take over the way he thinks of the game. So it's the right amount of chin and gut and heady, analytical, accepting brain, plus the, you know, if you wanted to take three circles and have them overlap for a Venn diagram, Bob Melvin's gut, Bob Melvin's embrace of analytics, and Bob Melvin being a a player's manager— it, it comes in to form that perfect Venn diagram and all those intersections. You can put Bob Melvin right in the middle of that. I, I like Bob Melvin an awful lot. I do. So I, I think it's a good hire for the Giants, and the Giants needed a good hire. Now the Giants need to go out and get good baseball players for Bob Melvin. I wonder if Bob Melvin can 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 bring uh, Soto with him. You know? I, I wonder if Bob Melvin is the kind of guy that, you know, might be a difference for someone who are you going to go play for the Giants, yes or no? Well, I really like Bob Melvin, so yeah. I mean, I wonder if Bob is going to be a little bit more of an attractive magnet to come play for than Gabe Kapler was. Yeah, I think he checks that box too. So I like that hire an awful lot. Um, as we tell you, all bets are action. That's why when I bet something, uh, if, if I put it out there, if I put it on the line, I, I'm going to pay up. If I lose and if I win, I expect to be paid. That brings me to Chris Russo. I really like Chris Russo. Chris Russo nearly hired me to be part of the Mad Dog Radio launch years ago, but I said, no, nah, I'm staying in the Bay. Uh, I, 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 they made the offer to me, and I turned it down. And I just, I, it was the dawn kind of of Mad Dog Radio on Sirius XM, and I thought, geez, you know, I'm 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 the next guy in line here at KNBR. I'm not gonna this. I mean, that's how long ago this was. I was still at KNBR, and I'm like, I, I'm just I'm not gonna go. I like it. I like the West Coast too much. I don't know if I want to move to New York City or have to move to freaking, you know, Trenton, New Jersey, or whatever I could afford out there because the the pay wasn't right necessarily for an operation that was coming out of Midtown Manhattan. Um, 
And I just didn't feel that I was famous enough to go disappearing on a much less popular than it is now satellite radio. So I said no. And uh, but but I've always liked Russo an awful lot. Chris Russo said that he would retire if the Arizona Diamondbacks came back and won two games in Philadelphia. Today, he said he's not retiring. And, you know, on on a lot of levels, that's good because I like Chris Russo. On another level, like, I don't, I will never listen to Chris Russo talking shit or smack or anything or making any guarantees thinking like, oh, yeah, he'll live up to that. Like, he welched on a bet that he made with everyone. There would have been more dignity to me if Chris Russo really said, hey, I told you that I was going to retire, and he should have retired for like a week. Take a week off. Go on vacation and then announce your unretirement. You know, you could have had more fun with it other than just like, ah, I was only talking. I, I didn't really mean I was going to retire. Nah, dude, you, you said implicitly. If the Arizona Diamondbacks win two games in Philadelphia, you will retire. That's how much you guaranteed that not happening, and then it happened. Like, I, uh, Chris, I love you, buddy. But you, you, you lose guy points by, by playing that. You really do. You lose broadcaster points. You lose guy points. Um, you lose cool points. You lose all the, all, the, all the points that can be taken away from someone who Welsh is on a bet. You lose those points. And, and, and the thing that even makes it worse is nobody put you up to it, right? Like, that's a bet you made with your audience. In other words, he lied to his audience. I will never lie to my audience. I can't lie to my audience. Again, family, friends, children, wife. Yeah, whatever serves the moment. I'll, uh, we'll get through it. I'll never lie to my audience. Not once, not for a minute. Can you imagine me saying, like, if the Cincinnati Bengals beat the 49ers, I'm going to retire. And then there I am the next morning at 8 a.m. with Larry Kruger during 49ers wake up. Wouldn't you look at me a little differently? I hope you would. You know, I like living in a judgment-free world, but sometimes you also got to judge a motherfucker because that's, that's what they asked for. So, people kept on asking me, uh, seeing me around the chase center. They're like, well, how, how you doing over on the Pluse? How, you, you enjoying it? I'm like, yeah, I, I really like being able to talk about whatever I want to talk about with zero FCC regulations hanging over me. It's more natural. Uh, it, it's, it's, uh, I've always just wanted to be who I am on the radio. Like I never really put on much of an effect for anyone. I, I never changed my name for a radio name. I never, uh, Never changed my voice for that radio voice. I mean, every now and then I'd hit like a seven. You know, you got to get got to dress up a number to make it sound bigger, better than it really is. But I was just always myself on the air. But I've never been as myself on the air as I'm allowed to be over here when we can basically do whatever the hell we want whenever we want to, which is the way I like doing things. So thanks an awful lot for being here. And all I can tell you is that um, Bruce Bochy's back in the World Series. That makes me happy, and that's the best news that Bay Area sports has had because the Warriors lost and the Niners have lost two in a row. And, you know, there you go. You got got something to root for. We got Warriors and Kings coming up 
Tomorrow night? Is it, when, when is the next Warriors game here? I, I should probably figure that out now that I'm uh, in basketball season. But we'll worry about that a little bit later on today. I want to hop into Club Plus. Like I said, I'm never going to waste your time. There are other things that you know I, I, I could get into here, but I, I really just... I don't, I don't even want to. I mean, you know, this this Dwight Howard story is a little weird. It just makes me very, very happy that the Warriors didn't get into the Dwight Howard business. You know, that guy's just more of a headache than he is a real asset. Is the juice worth the squeeze? And on Howard, I thought probably not. And Dwight Howard is denying sexual assault allegations this morning in a story written by Baxter Holmes on ESPN. That sounds like he invited someone to his house, uh, had a consensual sexual relationship with a guy named Stephen Harper. And now Stephen Harper saying I was done wrong. And look, this has got nothing to do with that being a man on man situation. I don't care about that. You know, I don't like someone who puts themselves in a situation that might come back to haunt them. Dwight Howard has done that. And that's a guy that doesn't need to be anywhere around Steph Curry or the young players that they're developing or just it doesn't fit into the Warriors culture. Doesn't fit in. Um, you know, think of any and all transgressions of Golden State Warriors. Like Draymond punched a guy, he yelled at another guy, uh, I think uh, there might have been a parking ticket also thrown in there for some warrior. This is a, a team that has done a great job with its off-the-court image. What most spates got uh, jacked coming out of a club in San Francisco once. That's the closest to off-court controversy. Really, the entire dynasty of the Warriors has come, unless there's something I can think of. Oh, yeah, what? You know, Anthony Lamb had that situation hanging over him. Uh, coming out of college, but the situation was a little murky, and the Warriors say that they've had. Here, by the way, here's an here's something nice. We don't have to talk about Anthony Lamb anymore. Warriors got out of that business, and I think they're going to be better for it. They'll be a better team for it. I just want to see Trace Jackson Davis play basketball. Like that makes me happy. So selfish interest. I I think it's uh, it needs to happen. You ready to hop into Club Plus today? I hope you are. Thanks so much for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in to the podcast. Uh, it is it is wonderful to have you along for the ride. It means an awful lot to me. I want to let everyone on the podcast know that sports don't build character. They reveal it. And like that, whew, he's gone.